Hello, and welcome to the Dr. Jocker's Functional Nutrition Podcast, the show designed to give you science-based solutions to improve your health and life. I'm Dr. David Jockers, doctor of natural medicine and creator of drjockers.com, and I'm the host of this podcast. I'm here to tell you that your body was created to heal itself, and on this show, we focus on strategies you can apply today to heal and function at your best. Thanks for spending time with me, and let's go into the show. If you're a coffee drinker, I have some important information you need to know. You see, coffee is the number one source of antioxidants people are consuming all around the world. It's rich in chlorogenic and caffeic acid, which stabilize blood sugar, support your gut health, and improve your brain. But there is a dark side to coffee. It often carries mold, dangerous mycotoxins, and is heavily sprayed with pesticides that lead to chronic disease. It's also acidic, causing stomach issues, and many have to stop drinking coffee as they get older because it irritates their stomach lining. And that is why I started drinking Life Boost Coffee. I wanted something that had all the health benefits with none of the mold and chemicals found in regular coffee. Plus, it's a shade-grown coffee, which is naturally a low-acid coffee that doesn't hurt my stomach. They have hundreds of testimonials of people who couldn't stomach traditional coffee, who can now enjoy coffee on a daily basis without any digestive discomfort. They also third-party test for 450-plus toxins, including mycotoxins, molds, heavy metals, pesticides, and even glyphosate, just to make sure it's the cleanest, healthiest cup they can provide to their customers. I also really like these guys because they build schools for the farmer's children near the coffee farms where they harvest their coffee beans. And they are corporate sponsors of the Rainforest Trust to prevent deforestation and protect wildlife. They really care about the environment. And because you're listening to my podcast right now, you can get 50% off your first order by going to www.lifeboostdeal.com. That's L-I-F-E-B-O-O-S-T-D-E-A-L.com. They serve a variety of organic coffees as well as healthy, low-acid, flavored, and decaf options. This isn't just an ad. I'm a Life Boost customer as well. Life Boost Coffee is low-acid, shade-grown, clean, and free of toxins, and it tastes amazing. Just go to, again, www.lifeboostdeal.com to get 50% off now. In today's video, I'm talking about phytonutrients. What are they? Benefits and sources. And so when we look at phytonutrients, they are nutrients derived from plant material that have been shown to be necessary for sustaining human life. Phytochemicals are non-nutritive, meaning like they're not like vitamin A, vitamin E. You know, they don't really have a name that uh, corresponds to a vitamin or a mineral. So they're considered non-nutritive plant chemicals that contain protective disease-preventing compounds. Their role in plants is to protect plants from disease, injuries, insects, drought, excessive heat, ultraviolet rays, and poisons or pollutants in the air or soil. They form parts of the plant's immune system. So when we're looking at phytonutrients, we're thinking about things like anthocyanins, for example, that I'm going to talk more about but this is what gives blueberries their bluish color, right? And that actually uh, is a pigment that helps protect them against radiation, right? UV radiation coming down from the sun. So they need 
a protective layer so that they don't, you know, they don't die. That there's not too much oxidative stress and they're able to adapt and thrive. Kind of like humans, we have melanin in our skin. And so the more sun we're being exposed to, we uh, secrete more melanin, which gives us a tan, right? Or our genetics may say, okay, we, you know, our, our, our species has been in, you know, uh, close to the equator. So uh, for a long periods of time. So genetically, we're going to have more melanin in our skin. We're going to be darker colored. And so it's kind of the same with phytonutrients. They give color to a lot of different plants and they help protect the plants from all different types of geographical and pathogen associated threats. And so five colors of phytonutrients. And we know that eight out of 10 Americans don't eat enough color. And this is one of the big things I teach in nutrition. I'm always talking about eat a lot of colorful foods and it just, it's very attractive to your plate. It's attractive to your appetite when you have a lot of different colors and there's a lot of benefits. There's polyphenols that are these amazing compounds that give colors. And these are some of the phytonutrients. So when we think about red, we think about lycopene, which is a, a powerful polyphenol that's in tomatoes. We think about elagic acid, which is really powerful. And that actually helps our, for example, our gut bacteria, like Acromansia mucinophilia, which is one of our keystone bacteria, will break down oligic acid, which we get from raspberries, from pomegranate, from strawberries. We'll break that down and it will convert it into something called urolithin A. And urolithin A stimulates intestinal cell mitophagy, where the intestinal cells will actually break down old damaged mitochondria and rebuild them. Oligic acid is one of the greatest stimulators of that. And again, the best sources are things like pomegranate, raspberries, strawberries, right? Red. These things all have red oligic acid. So um, anthocyanins, like I, I've talked about, you know, so they can come in a, a variety of shades. They can be a reddish shade, a purple, bluish shade. So you think about uh, things like purple cabbage, um, red onions, right? Rich in anthocyanins. Resveratrol, we see that in purple and blue, right? So resveratrol, you're going to find in, uh, you know, your grapes, right? Your grape skin, dark red grape skins. Blueberries have resveratrol. You can also find resveratrol actually in uh, dark chocolate, believe it or not, as well. Um, green. So when we look about green, we think about things like lutein and zeaxanthin. So, for example, avocados are a rich source of lutein and zeaxanthin, and you'll find that in spinach, kale, different things like that. We also think about uh, EGCG or catechins, epigolactin catechin, uh, and that's in green tea. We also think about things like sulforaphane, right? We find that in uh, broccoli sprouts or broccoli in general and our different cruciferous vegetables, isothiocyanates in our different cruciferous vegetables. We know 69% of Americans don't get enough green. We know that 76% of Americans don't get enough purple and blue. And the purple benefits are good for your heart, right? So we're talking about resveratrol, anthocyanins, great for your brain, great for your arteries. You know, whenever I think about resveratrol, I think about kind of the outer skin. And that's so good for the endothelial lining of the blood vessels, right? It really helps with helping the body have better oxygen delivery to the cells. We also have to think about white. You know, it's not as colorful. However, white also has a lot of powerful compounds. We think about allicin, which is in the garlic family, quercetin, which 
we can find in onions, for example, indoles and glucosinolates and also the EGCG, right? The epigalactin catechins are also can be found in white foods, yellow and orange foods. We find things like alpha carotene, beta carotene. There's more lutein and zeaxanthin. This is sweet potatoes, pumpkins, carrots, uh, hesperidin, which is a citrus bioflavonoid that we find in oranges and grapefruits and lemons and limes. So these things are really, really good for your immune system, great for eye health, great for skin health. So all these different things have a tremendous amount of nutrient uh, benefits, nutritional benefits. And the research benefits of a phytonutrient-rich diet, it's been shown to improve immune health and protect against pathogens to support healthy blood pressure and circulation, again, by helping enhance the elasticity of that endothelial lining of the blood vessels, keeps that blood pressure stable and keeps oxygen delivery going out to the cells. Also very important for liver health and detoxification, for blood sugar and insulin sensitivity, for brain health and memory, and also for reducing oxidative stress and inflammation. Most of these compounds are very powerful antioxidants and they protect the plant from oxidative stress. One of the primary forms of oxidative stress, again, is UV light coming from the sun. These plants are growing out in the sun. They need, they need a certain amount of sun in order to be able to produce energy. However, if they get too much sun, obviously the oxidative stress from the UV rays will damage them and kill them. And so they have to, they've created strategies to adapt to that environment, also to changes in weather. So some of these things help give them resilience to weather changes, to different insects and molds and things like that. You know, this is how these these plants have adapted and survive in nature. They create these phytonutrients. And when we consume them, we confer those benefits, right? I just wanted to take a moment and tell you guys about Paleo Valley and their apple cider vinegar complex. This is a phenomenal product to help improve your digestion, your blood sugar stability, and your energy levels. Most people are dealing with blood sugar imbalances, and that can lead you to have a crash in the afternoon where you need a nap. It can also lead to unwanted weight gain, to inflammation affecting your joints, your skin, and all different parts of your body. Well, you know what? Apple cider vinegar is one of the best things for helping improve your blood sugar stability. You simply take it with meals and it helps reduce the glycemic impact of the food that you're consuming. And that's gonna help your body to burn fat for fuel. It's gonna reduce overall levels of insulin. And insulin is your pro-inflammatory fat storage hormone. We wanna get insulin under control. You know what I love about the apple cider vinegar complex that Paleo Valley made is they have a thousand milligrams of apple cider vinegar, which is equivalent to one and a half tablespoons. That is really the clinical dose to get the best results. On top of that, <clears throat> they combined it with 300 milligrams of turmeric, which is a powerful anti-inflammatory herb, 300 milligrams of ginger. These are warming herbs that support good digestion, good stomach acid production. They also help to reduce inflammation in the gut and throughout the body. And they have 150 milligrams of cinnamon, which is one of the best herbs for improving insulin sensitivity and blood sugar stability. And they added in 50 milligrams of lemon into the apple cider vinegar complex 
to support bile flow and pancreatic enzymes so you can really optimize your digestion and your nutrient absorption. All these ingredients are organic, so you can rest assured you're getting the highest quality product. So if you wanna check out the apple cider vinegar complex, go to paleovalley.com and use the coupon code JOCKERS to save 15% off today. Those are benefits now um, get translated into us, right? And now we have better antioxidant potential to deal with oxidative stress and inflammation. It helps to prime and adapt our immune system. So a lot of great benefits. And of course, these things are also very antimicrobial. They help support and optimize our gut microbiome. So some of the most well-studied phytonutrients are anthocyanins. Again, that gives a blue, red, or purple hue to a plant. We find these in blueberries, red onions, red cabbage, blackberries, eggplant, cherries, things like that. Plant tannins. This is astringent, bitter, or drying flavor. We find that in cranberries, for example. You know, when you have a cranberry, the very bitter dryness of it, that is tannins. We also find them in currants. Dark chocolate has tannins, nuts, seeds, legumes. Lutein and zeaxanthin, they give a yellowish hue to foods. They're found in yellow and orange foods such as carrots, sweet potatoes, pumpkins, egg yolks. Um, but we can also find these in green foods. In fact, when green foods start to rot, for example, if you see kale and the kale is uh, is starting to rot, it will actually turn yellow first, right? There's kind of a yellow underlay, and then the chlorophyll, which gives it a green color, overpowers that. But there, you have the nutrients of the yellowness, the lutein, the zeaxanthin, the beta-carotene, and then you also have the chlorophyll on top. When we look at green, of course, we think about chlorophyll and how powerful that is for helping detoxify, helping cleanse the body, helping build new blood cells. But we also think about sulforaphane, in particular when it comes to cruciferous vegetables, things like kale, mustard greens, collard greens, broccoli, broccoli sprouts, which are the best source of sulforaphane, which is very powerful for helping to detoxify bad estrogens, helping to stimulate the NRF2 or the antioxidant response enzymes to deal with oxidative stress at a high level. Sulforaphane is really powerful for that, really powerful for detoxification. And then uh, we also can think about something called eugenol, which provides a warm, spicy, clove-like flavor. This is kind of a brownish red. You think about things like clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, cumin, coffee, and certain berries like raspberries and strawberries. They have eugenol in them. Uh, I also think about elagic acid in some things like raspberries, strawberries, and pomegranate. But the eugenol kind of gives that warm, spicy, clove-like flavor. And we find that, again, very powerful in clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, cumin, right? Very good for reducing inflammation, great for blood sugar stability, great antimicrobial. We think about clove, we think about uh, its ability to kill parasites, right? Very anti-parasitic, very antimicrobial, very supportive to the gut microbiome. So eugenol is a powerful compound there. So look, going back to anthocyanins, they are strongly suggested by a number of studies to improve the sharpness of your vision, really good for helping prevent against macular degeneration and cataracts. So eating blueberries, purple cabbage, red onions, grapes, right? Have anthocyanins. You also find them in blackberries. Very, very good. Very anti-cancer, 
reduce inflammation, heart disease, diabetes, uh, bacterial infections, they help their antibacterial, and then neurodegenerative diseases as well to help prevent against those as well. So purple corn is another one I didn't mention, but the, the corn, certain types, certain species of corn can actually uh, develop these anthocyanins to help protect them. Blood oranges, you'll see kind of a bluish orange is really unique. Um, that's an orange, the citrus, but it's also adapted to have more of these anthocyanins because of the strong exposure to UV light in the sun. And that's kind of how it's adapted. Anthocyanins are really good for helping deal with UV radiation from the sun. So they they confer those benefits. So a lot of great, great foods that we could find that are rich in anthocyanins that we should be consuming on a regular basis. Now, plant tannins, again, they're commonly found in the bark of trees, wood, leaves, buds, stems, fruits, nuts, seeds, and roots of plants. They act to protect their species against pathogens such as bacteria, fungi, and other parasites. And tannins, again, have the strong, astringent, drying or mouth puckering flavor. So foods that are rich in tannins, pomegranate, when we think about that, kind of like cranberry, it's very astringent, very drying. So pomegranate, not only has does it have oleic acid in it, but it also has tannins, plant tannins as well. Berries can be rich in tannins, legumes, coffee is very rich in tannins, dark chocolate, nuts, most herbal tea and currants as well. And they're very good at improving oxidative stress and inflammation, supporting blood pressure and circulation. And they're, again, antimicrobial against a lot of these different pathogens that we're dealing with. So a lot of herbs or a lot of herbal teas, dandelion, things like that, very, very good for, uh, very rich in tannins. Benefits of lutein and zeaxanthin. So again, that gives the rich orange or yellow hue. And again, they're also very high in green vegetables, but the chlorophyll content of the greens overpowers the yellow orange. Great for eyes. So whenever I think about lutein and zeaxanthin, kind of like beta carotene or fat-soluble retinol, I think eyes, I think brain, fat-soluble areas, also really good for blood sugar and insulin sensitivity, skin health, circulation, and heart health. So some of the best food sources, carrots, sweet potatoes, egg yolks, great source, particularly if the, the chickens are eating a lot of grass, a lot of green grass, they're getting the lutein, zeaxanthin right from that. Bell peppers, pumpkins, butternut squash, pistachios, and dark green leafy vegetables. Also, avocados could be on this list as well. Very good source of lutein and zeaxanthin. And then sulforaphane, that's the compound within the isothiocyanate group of organosulfur compounds. So the, the, it has a sulfur compound and it's found in its highest amount in cruciferous veggies like broccoli, kale, collard greens, and especially broccoli sprouts. It's the most dense source of sulforaphane. You can also find a lot in watercress sprouts, radish sprouts. So sprouts have the most, but by far broccoli sprouts have the most. And in those foods, it's in an inactive form called glucoraphanin. The myrocinase enzymes are released in the plant when it's damaged. So when you chew it, um, that turns the glucoraphanin into sulforaphane. So cruciferous veggies or sprouts must be cut, chopped, or chewed to release the myrocinase and activate the sulforaphane. 
And of course, they've, they've been shown to slow the aging process, boost liver detoxification, particularly phase two enzymes and glutathione. And when we look think about liver detoxification, a lot of people have fast phase one, slow phase two. And so they actually phase one is a process where you actually um, can actually make a compound even more toxic. So if you're slow phase two, you're going to have a lot of issues. And that's one of the great things about sulforaphane is it really helps isolate and focus on phase two, um, which is the conjugation process and boosts up glutathione to help deactivate these toxins. And so uh, it also uh, boosts up superoxide dismutase for intracellular uh, prevention of DNA mutation and oxidative stress. So really important for that. And increases the excretion of many different carcinogens like excess estrogens, things like benzene. So really important for that. It activates NRF2, the body's strongest events against oxidative stress. Sulforaphane is also very good for uh, reducing the virulency of H. pylori and Epstein-Barr, right? Basically putting those, helping to inhibit those and, uh, and, and inhibit their pathogenic effects. Also very good for supporting the mitochondria. That's part of that superoxide dismutase when it boosts glutathione, superoxide dismutase, that really helps protect the mitochondria, stimulates mitochondrial biogenesis and improved cellular energy levels. So sulforaphane can be really powerful. I just want to interrupt this podcast and take a moment and tell you about the importance of electrolytes. We all need electrolytes in order to produce energy, in order for our nervous system to function well on a daily basis. And most people are just not getting enough electrolytes, especially when they start on a low carb ketogenic style diet, or if they're doing intermittent fasting. And this is because when you go on a low carb diet, or if you're practicing fasting, you get a big drop in insulin. And insulin's job is to actually cause you to retain sodium and other electrolytes. And so you actually start urinating them out. So when you're on a low carb diet, you're burning fat for fuel, but you need more electrolytes. In fact, there's a condition called the keto flu. And this is where people feel really bad when they start on a low carb keto style diet, or if they start doing intermittent fasting and they don't have the electrolytes to support them. This is why I'm a huge fan of Element. It's L-M-N-T, that's the name of the company. And they contain a science-backed electrolyte ratio. That means 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, 60 milligrams of magnesium, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, none of that stuff. You know, the average sports drink has 260 milligrams of sodium. That's not enough. 65 milligrams of potassium. That's a really low amount. They don't have magnesium. And the average sports drink has 29 grams of sugar. That's going to spike your blood sugar and your insulin levels. Element, again, has 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium. No sugar. It's flavored with stevia. And right now, as a member of our community, Element has a very special offer for you you can get a free sample pack of seven different packets of each flavor. They have great flavors, citrus, raspberry, watermelon, orange. Again, all flavored with stevia, all natural sweetener. It's not gonna impact your blood sugar. They also have an unflavored. So if you're not into that, or if you don't do well with stevia, you get the unflavored as well. But you can get the sample pack now for free and you only cover the cost of shipping, which is roughly $5. Just go to the site, drink, 
element. So drink L M N T.com forward slash DR jockers. Again, that's drink L M N T.com forward slash DR jockers to get your free sample pack of element. Again, element is a healthy alternative to sugary electrolyte drinks. Each grab and go stick pack replaces essential electrolytes with no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, or any other junk. Guys, try this out. You're going to see a big jump in your energy and your performance. I mean, if you're a high level athlete, you need electrolytes. Try this out today. And then we think about eugenol again. That's that essential oil phytochemical that gives clove its warm, spicy scent and pungent flavor. We're talking about some of the foods that it's in, some of these herbs like clove, cinnamon, nutmeg, also in Tulsi, also called holy basil. Turmeric has uh, eugenol in it, basil, oregano, and cumin. And we know that that's very, very antimicrobial. We think about oregano oil, clove oil, some of the best things for helping kill parasites, uh, bad bacteria things like that, but also very good for reducing inflammation, oxidative stress, great for brain health and cognition, supporting liver and gut health. So a lot of great benefits to eugenol. And in general, you know, to kind of summarize this, we want to eat a rainbow, right? It's really important to eat a rainbow. We know white foods support immunity in the circulatory system and can reduce your risk of cancer. We know yellow foods are good for your skin, heart, and eyes, and they improve your digestion and your immune system. We know orange foods, right? The yellow and the orange, again, those have your lutein, zeaxanthin. Orange foods help prevent cancer, reduce the risk of heart disease. Also really good for your skin, your heart, your eyes, your brain health. Uh, red foods, really good for your heart and blood health. They support joint function. Blue and purple foods with anthocyanins. You know, red foods, we think about oleic acid. Um, we think about eugenol, right? Things like that. And blue and purple food and lycopene as well in red foods. Blue and purple foods, we think about anthocyanins. And we think about resveratrol. They help with mineral absorption. They can improve your memory, your brain function, your mitochondrial health. And then green foods, I think about Chlorophyll number one, uh, but then also sulforaphane, great for detoxifying the body and strengthening the immune system. There's also lutein and zeaxanthin in the green foods, many of the green foods as well. So with that said, this is all part of you know a really well-balanced diet. I am a huge advocate of a high-protein, lower-carbohydrate diet, consuming you know, a good amount of protein on a regular basis, roughly somewhere around... Uh, you know, half to one full gram of protein per pound of lean body mass and getting that from grass-fed meat, from, from organic poultry, wild game, uh, wild-caught seafood can all be really healthy sources. And then, you know, you're eating a lot of good fats, avocados, avocado oil, extra virgin olive oil, which is very rich in polyphenols as well. I didn't talk about that. But extra virgin olive oil, incredible source of polyphenols, things like oleocanthals, which you know are known as nature's natural ibuprofen, really powerful um, at reducing inflammation and pain, and also have been shown to kill cancer cells in vitro. And so, um, you know, oleocanthal, they also have hydroxytyrosol, which is great for uh, going over the blood-brain barrier and helping prevent against oxidative stress in the brain. So really love a high polyphenol, extra virgin olive oil. Ginger, you know, it's fantastic. Getting healthy fats, coconut oil, um, grass-fed butter, consuming 
uh, pasture-raised eggs, super good for your body. Getting a lot of herbs. I talked about ginger, basil, oregano, thyme, rosemary, sage, garlic, onions, chives, um, apple cider vinegar, doing that on a regular basis to help stabilize blood sugar with the uh, acetic acid that's in there. Profound for helping stabilize blood sugar. It's also a postbiotic, which helps support your gut microbiome and helps your body uh, reduce inflammation throughout the system. I also am a huge advocate of lemons, limes, berries, right? Different multicolor berries, drinking herbal teas, dandelion tea, ginger tea, green tea, chamomile tea, right? All really, really good. This is what we want to be focusing on when it comes to our overall diet. And if you're interested and you want to get, you know, more polyphenols, more of these colors in your diet, you can always find a great greens powder. I know we've got our Ancient Nutrition Organic Super Greens on our store. I'll have a link uh, in, below this video, which has got 28 organic and living superfoods, eight organic cleansing herbs, rich in chlorophyll, antioxidants, and trace minerals, has enzymes, probiotics in there to really support your system. And a lot of people really thrive doing a super greens powder or some sort of a really high quality uh, phytonutrient polyphenol blend, right for the gut, great for helping reduce oxidative stress and inflammation in your system. But the most important takeaway here is I want you to focus on getting these things in your diet, right? Eating the rainbow in your diet on a regular basis. So when I, I look at my plate, I've got a really good piece of protein, whether it's grass-fed beef or it's wild-caught fish or something like that, that's going to give me a really good amount of protein. You know, typically, you know, I'm only eating usually two, sometimes three meals a day. I'm usually consuming about 50 grams, maybe more of protein in each of those meals. So I have a really good piece of meat, healthy fats. I've cooked it in fats. I've got healthy fats there, whether it's a guacamole or it's I'm putting extra virgin, high polyphenol, extra virgin olive oil on it, or I've got grass-fed butter on it or something like that. And then I'm having like a Mediterranean salad with tomatoes, bell peppers, hearts of palm, which, you know, give me the white in there, cucumbers, um, I love like a little arugula, which is great because it's lower in oxalates, really good for the liver. It's got, a, got the, the tannin-like uh, dryness, bitterness to it, but it's not too strong. So I really like the flavor of that. I have got uh, in that salad, I've got some artichokes, which are, are again, white, but they're really good for the gut microbiome. Great uh, prebiotic fiber in there. That's good for the system. Also really good for liver artichokes, really good for bile flow supporting bioflow. So I've got that in there. I've got some, you know, extra virgin olive oil, of course, uh, over it. I've got lemon juice. I've got herbs. So basil, oregano, thyme, basil, uh, or I already mentioned basil, but basically like a, a Mediterranean mix, rosemary in there. So Mediterranean herb mix on it and I'm good to go. Right. So I've got my greens, I've got my reds, I've got, you know, pretty much all the different colors, uh, that that are in there, maybe dice up some red onions so I get a little bit of that. And then for dessert, I like a good, a really good uh, organic Greek yogurt with some blueberries, raspberries, maybe a little blackberries in there and some protein powder, mixing that up. So that's a high protein, polyphenol rich little dessert that I consume as well. So I'm getting more of those colorful fruit, right? With the anthocyanins, with the oligic acid in there, uh, resveratrol to really help support my system. So that's how I put it all together. So hopefully you guys enjoyed this training. I love talking about nutrition. That's why I've got the functional nutrition podcast, right? Because I'm all about 
you know, getting the right nutrients in your body, consuming these kinds of polyphenol rich foods, and you find the ones that you do the best with, right? So some of them you may not do great with, some other ones you're going to do really, really well with. You find the ones that you thrive with. And when you do that, that really helps balance out your diet and helps you reduce the effects of aging, reduce your risk of developing chronic disease and really thrive in life. So we'll see you guys in a future online training. Be blessed, everybody. Well, that's all for this show. And I want to thank you again for spending your valuable time with me today. And if there was something you heard in this interview that you have questions on or you want to dive into deeper, then drjockers.com is the best place to go. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider taking just a quick moment and giving us a great review. Your reviews help us influence more people and transform more lives. And if you took something valuable away from this episode, then please share it with someone in your life you know it can help. We'll see you soon on a future podcast. Be blessed, everybody.